Hey everyone, and thank you for joining a Loving Marriage Podcast, where our hope is for all of us to have a healthy marriage. Now, I'm James Wilson, and I am I do this with my wife, Allison Wilson, who I love very much. But as you know, marriage is not always the easiest. So we want to bring value to you and your spouse and to your family, because we're stronger when we do this together on a strong foundation of faith. So in this episode, Allison and I, um, this is our Facebook Live session in our group, Healthy Christian Marriages. So in this episode, we talk about uh, what Christ was saying in the book of Mark, chapter 10, verse 9, and he's saying that, what therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate. And so the, the reason why we wanted to go through this is because no one or no thing can separate us from our spouse when we stand on a strong foundation of God. With that said, I hope you enjoy the conversation between Allison and myself. And if you haven't joined the group yet, go ahead and do that. Here's the episode. Happy Thursday. I am back in town. If you don't know, I'm James. And I'm Allison. This is my beautiful wife, Allison. We are, uh, we've been married for eight years. Yes. I uh, serve at a local church as children's pastor. And my wonderful wife stays home with our beautiful kids. And we are all about marriages. We want everybody, all of us, uh, to have a healthy Christian marriage because it's important. It is very yeah, important. It's extremely important. Uh, so one of the things that we're going to do tonight is we're going to really dissect with Mark, um, is it 10? 10, 9. Yeah, 10, yeah chapter 10, 10 verse 9, uh, because Jesus was asked by a group of Pharisees, they tried to trick him in a question about is it lawful to have a divorce and some of these other things. So we're not, we're not talking about that tonight. <laughs> we're, not, we're, not, we're not talking about that. But there are some things that we are going to talk about in regards to uh, what, what Jesus says about God's plan for marriage and then how that works with us and with you. What do we do? Uh, so nevertheless, in, in, the, in the book of Mark, you know, it counts for the life of Christ. But the Pharisees try to trick Jesus and they were like, is it lawful for somebody to have a divorce? <laughs> you know, they're trying to, trying to trick him. But nevertheless, as Christ answers that question, um, he goes down further on uh, in verse 7. He says, Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother, <clears throat> his father and mother, and hold fast to his wife. Verse 8, he says, And the two shall become one flesh, so they are no longer two, but one flesh. And then the one that we're going to park on tonight is verse 10, excuse me, verse 9, towards says, uh, what Christ said, uh, What therefore God has joined together. Let no man. Oh, sorry. yeah, it's all right. Yeah, watch out. Uh, therefore, what God, uh, there's just the po- powerful word of God right there. Uh, but what God has joined together, let no man separate. And there's this, this thing about all the things that get in the way to try to separate us mm-hmm. or try to separate you and your spouse. Even before. Jeffrey, say hello. Hey, Jeffrey, hope all is well, man. So, but even, even before uh, with John the Baptist. So, John the Baptist, he was. Um, captured, uh, he was arrested by King Herod. Herod, excuse me. So King Herod, he had a thing, the king, Herod, he had a thing for his brother's wife. So his brother Philip, uh, he had a wife, and let's just say King Herod was digging his wife. He was like, oh, yo, I like her a lot. I like her a lot. But John the Baptist said something to King Herod. He said, it is not lawful for you to want your brother's wife. <laughs> that ain't right, man. Bam. Mm. Right? So so all that to say is as Jesus is talking about how um that God has put us together, let no man separate us. John the Baptist, 
he, he shows that. He's saying that, King Herod, you may be king, but it's not right for you to desire another person's spouse. And so as we're talking about um, letting nothing separate us, um, because God has joined us together, but let no man separate us, what we're going to talk about tonight is what are some things that have kind of crept in to try to separate us? And those are some things I know for me, whether it's busyness, or time, or money, yeah. uh, but nevertheless, some things that, that naturally, unattended to, that will naturally creep in and try to separate you from your spouse. Yes. So, uh, babe, just kind of off the cusp, is, is there something uh, that, that you know that, that every now and then you catch yourself going, man, that, I, that, that's pulling me away from re what's really important in my marriage? Uh, yeah, the kids. Yeah. The kids. Sometimes staying at home, like I'm all around the kids and I don't notice that that's all I'm doing. I'm not paying attention to you at all. Yeah. And I think about it, I was like, have I, have I hugged him today? Yeah. Have I told him I loved him today? Yeah. Well, and that's the hard part with kids. You know, obviously you have to tend to your children. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. But sometimes our, the, the care and the time and the energy. I mean, I know, you know, anybody with children, and if you haven't had yet, you know, some other things we'll talk about. But you put, you put so much energy into children when they're young because they need to be safe. Yeah. They can't care for themselves. I mean, you, you know the deal. You know, yeah, you, you got feed them, you got pay, all, the, all that stuff. But those things can easily creep in and begin to attempt, attempt to yeah. separate us from our spouse. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the beauty of that is just like what, what Christ is saying is, you know, nothing can separate us because God has put us together. Yes. Um, but also, as Paul was talking about, the love of Christ. Like, there's nothing that can separate us from the love of God. Like nothing, there's nothing. No, there's no lowest valley that can separate us, us from the love of God. There, there's nothing. Mm -hmm. Not even a health issue or money or whatever whatever the case is. Uh, and, and that's so beautiful because we, we have to keep that same lens with our marriage. There is nothing that can separate us from our spouse because, not because of us and our power, right? Yeah. yeah. But because God, has put us together. Yeah. So the more that I do what I'm supposed to be doing, the more that I'm on my knees praying to God, keeping him uh, first and keeping my time with him, then the better husband I can be. And the same goes yeah, for you. Same with me. Yeah. The more time I spend with God, the better wife I can be. Yeah. So some things that um, that that creep in, again, we're talking about how, how Jesus is saying that um, God put us together so no man can separate us. There are things that try to creep in. So for me, uh, something that creeps in that can almost try to separate us is uh, busyness. I am a big achiever. I like to do things. Mm -hmm. yes. uh, I yes, mean, I like I like to watch videos to learn for fun. Like it's mm -hmm. like da, 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 yeah, you know all that stuff. Yes, that's what he spends. Yeah, and so time. so I can be so if I'm achieving something, it makes me feel good. Yes. But sometimes, the one thing that I'm not achieving is being a godly husband is being attentive to my spouse because I'm so focused on achieving. I got to do this thing at work. Man, I got to kill. Oh, I just got, oh, got to, you mean just all these other things that I'm like, check, 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 check. So I'm achieving these things over here. Like, yes, I'm doing great. And then it's like, oh my gosh. 
I need to be achieving one of the most important things in my life, <laughs> which is being a godly loving husband and a godly loving father. And so that, that is one thing for me that creeps in to try and attempt to separate us. Um, but again, the more that I, I get humble and I say, God, I'm sorry. You are the most important thing. And because I'm, I'm, I'm giving God the glory and the worship that he deserves, the overflow of that love, that, servant, that serving, the being patient, the fruit of the spirit, the joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, like all of that starts coming through me. But guess who benefits from that the most? Allison. Yeah. <laughs> Allison. <laughs> just, just right here, right here. Yeah. So how about, uh, what, what's another thing, babe? Maybe something else that... Um, again, we're talking like nothing can separate us because God has put us together. But for us, what are some things that that can try to pull us away from each other? Uh, stress of getting things done, like the to do list. Yeah, my my ever ever expanding to do list that never seems to get any shorter. Yeah, that can that can take time from us. Things that I need to do that I need to get done in order for this household to run. Mm-hmm. takes away time from him yeah well that, that's the that's the paradox of it because um i just i read this book the other day called leading on empty and uh, i'm not sure if any of you have uh led on empty before but it is is not a good feel you're exhausted you know you're, yeah. you're trying to figure it all out uh, another phrase is like you're flying the plane while trying to put it together which is Ooh. impossible but yeah. still um you know, but what, uh, what, what this guy, Wayne Cordero, what he was saying is when we're tired, that's when we make some of the worst decisions. <laughs> I can attest to that, yes. yes. You know what I mean? When we are tired, we're making some bad decisions. We're cutting corners. We're doing things. Short, we're short with each other. You know, we're easily Ooh. annoyed. Yeah. Uh, but that's when we're tired. And then what we think the solution is, is to be more busy. I need to be more busy because I'm tired. I need to go do more. <laughs> this is a train wreck. Keep it going, baby. <laughs> you know? Like the more you do, the less tired you get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's no. just, yeah, it's a mess. Uh, but in that in that, um, that book, he was talking about how we need to rest in Jesus. Yes. And so even for you, as you're feeling you know, overwhelmed by all the things that you got to do, and that, that to-do list, that goes back to Mary and Martha, you know, when Christ was visiting one chose to get some things done and the other chose to sit at his feet. You know what I mean? And, and that's hard sometimes for us, all of us. My, just like achieving, if I'm, I'm working, I gotta work, I gotta go do that thing. Well, am I really choosing to work when I really need to be sitting at the, you know, the feet of Christ? Because the work's already done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Things like that. So, uh, another one, you got another one? Now you hit my tiredness. Good, good, yeah. Well, I got one more. Um, I think for me, something that begins to, to creep in uh, to pull us apart is uh, is the negative thoughts. You know, if yeah. if if we're not careful with our mind and how we think, um, it is is very powerful. You know, our thoughts are extremely powerful, and our thoughts really start coming. You start coming with that. Your body can start to change because of how you think. So yeah. if you're thinking, "Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous." then your body's going to start changing <laughs> you mean, and, and adapting to that. Sure. And so if I'm feeling or if I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I'm tired or let's say I come home and the house, the house isn't cleaned, right? Oh, oh, you know, then my mind could easily get into, well, 
I'm working and what, what are you doing all day? This is ridiculous. I can't believe like you can start going all these things in our heads can start playing off and then making our spouse the enemy versus I'm here to serve my wife, not only, you know, to help out and do things, but like, how are you doing today? <laughs> yeah. Is there something that happened with you that I don't know about? That would be great. I'd be a great ear for you to tell me, uh, you know, Hey, is there something, you know, hey, I, I understand I had a hard day too. But like taking those thoughts that could easily separate us because now I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you're so annoying. You'll never change. You always do this. I can't believe it. What, what, how did I get into this? How do I get out of it? Like all of those dangerous thoughts, which come. Yeah. But we can get, um, allow Christ to, um, to keep those thoughts captive, like to capture them. Because we, the more time we spend with Christ, the more we know what his voice sounds like. So think of sheep and a shepherd. If a random guy comes up, he's like, hey, little sheep, come on over here. Hey, hey. You know, they're most likely, they, they don't know him. They don't know his voice. And so the more that we spend time with Jesus, and the more, and then when those, those thoughts come up that are negative towards our spouse, we can easily identify, well, that's not the voice of God. Yeah. That's not the voice of God. That is not true about my spouse. Right? Yeah. God has placed us together, and no one is going to separate us, right? You, you start, you combat that with the biblical truth like Christ did when he was tempted by Satan. He, he, he specifically, uh, his, his, um, his responses were the word. Yeah, yeah were the word. So uh, any, anything else, babe? Anything else in regards to God has put us together, let no man separate us. Uh, again, you know, that could be from, you know, family, which really isn't a case for us. It could be, again, uh, work, busyness, personal things, your friends, social media, your cell phone, yeah. um, video games. I mean, it, it can be a, a lot of different things, but just because those things, like, you need to figure out where you are right now and be aware of it. And you also could ask your spouse, hey, how am I doing with this? Do I seem available? Do I seem present? Or do I seem like... We're separating. And the more you have that, that crucial talk, and again, if you're, if you're talking to your spouse and saying, hey, how am I doing as a spouse? Do I seem like I'm separating? Do, do I seem disconnected? Don't ask if you don't really want the answer, right? <laughs> like the goal is to be like, well, well, da, da, da. like don't, it's not about defending. It's about saying, hey, babe, or honey, whatever you call, however you address your spouse, say, I really want to know. I really want to know how am I doing? Do you feel like you're a priority? And then to get a response from that. So any, any final thoughts on that, babe? About that God has put us together and let no man or anything, yeah. even ourselves sometimes, set us apart. Any, any final thoughts? Yeah, I just think about what I would think if he wasn't here. Mm -hmm. Would I still be annoyed that there are socks on the ground? Or... That he's not watching TV with me and he's playing games or listen to a video. Probably not. Yeah. Because I have you. Yeah. Right here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a that's a good thing to think about. You know, there's uh, some people are motivated by goals and achievements, and some people are motivated by fear. Uh, either way, you know, and some use them in a, in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. It's like health-wise, hey, you need to get healthy. Well, if you're motivated by like goals and achievement and success so that you can live the life you've always wanted to live and wake up full of energy, 
Cool, thank you. Or the fear. You need to get healthy so that you can live to see your kids get older and not die because you're not like, you know what I mean? Like, whoa, what? Right? Like, that that, motivates yeah, well, that's like really intense. <laughs> but at the same time, like you said, but at the same time, it's like even when we're feeling like our spouse is, is uh, you know, mentally separating in a sense of busyness or whatever that thing that's trying to pull us apart, um, we can remember, or even when we're doing it, we can remember um, or, or think about what what if my spouse weren't here you know what what did i do with the time with my spouse that god gave me all right yeah god placed my spouse in my life for this purpose Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and so yeah i agree that that's a really good one babe so that's it for tonight. Also, remember, we're talking about a challenge. I don't know if you watched the video or if you did, which I'll be posting more on it, uh, which I challenged everybody, everybody, E-R-R-body, everybody, everybody, to, <laughs> to do one special thing for your spouse this week. So I posted it on Tuesday. So I'm going to be posting it every day until I'll give you an extra day until like Wednesday or maybe even next Thursday if, you know, I'm a Christian, I love you. Uh, but nevertheless, the, that's the challenge. Do one special thing for your spouse. Nobody, listen, nobody drifts to the destination to where they want to go. If you want to go to Orlando, you don't get in the car and just press the gas and just we'll figure it out. Nobody drifts. Yeah. So you're not going to become a godly spouse by accident. It's just not going to happen. You have to put the work in. And so what this challenge is designated to do is to encourage you to put effort into your spouse so that you're saying, hey, I am available. I'm here. I love you here. Now, if you know your spouse's love language, great. Do something with that, which I, I do know yours. So yes, I'll figure that out. I might do a back rub. I know you like that. Yeah. Or I'm you, you like straw, what, a Starbucks pink drink with... Yes. I don't know, with chocolate-covered strawberries and all yes. that. Yeah, yeah. So, but nevertheless, uh, but that's the challenge. So with that said, uh, we're going to pray, and then uh, that'll be it. So, God, thank you so much for our marriages. God, we thank you for your design and your purpose for marriage. God, I ask you watch over all the husbands uh, in this group. God, I ask you help them, Lord, to focus on you, God, and to lead from a place of humility, God, and lead from a place of love in their home. God, I ask you watch over the wives. God, help them, Lord, to be patient God, with their husbands, God, but also loving and, uh, and willing to serve and to help. Um, God, I thank you for marriages, and I thank you, Lord, that nothing can separate us from our spouse, God, because you have put us together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, we will be live next week, and don't forget the challenge. Don't forget it. I'll be posting it all week, but uh, other than that, bye. Bye. Okay, bye.